In the first segment of Allie's interview, we learn about how she and Bruce became friends, the good times they shared together with their partners, the quality of human Bruce embodied, and a regret that Allie has learned from. So tell me, who would you like to introduce me to? I, it, it, his name's Bruce. And yeah, he's the first person that comes to mind. And mm-hmm. tell that there's, there, there are others. There are others for sure. But I will work with Bruce right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <clears throat> can you tell me what Bruce looked like? Oh, Bruce was tall. Gosh, Bruce was about six four I betcha and he had really broad shoulders he was quite slender um he had brown hair he had a crooked nose uh from years of uh battling through um uh sports Mm -hmm. (laughs) um what else about Brucey I I can't remember I think he had like greeny brown eyes Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you called him Brucey. Was that one of your names for him? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, Brucey. That was something that I remember. I was uh, cycling one day, and and I was cycling past this place where people were playing soccer. Mm-hmm. And I heard Brucey, Brucey, uh-huh. and I thought for sure he had to have been playing. And then later, I had contacted him and asked him and he was definitely playing so from that point on I started calling him Brucey okay so how did you meet Brucey Brucey is the love or has been the love of a good friend of mine Um, she and I worked together at um, my first major job in this lifetime Mm -hmm. we worked together for many years and then he came into the picture a couple years after she and I had met and uh, definitely the the prominent re- friendship was through my friend Jen, his wife, mm-hmm. uh, but then he and I started to develop a really good friendship as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so, so like a, so like a family member, like an extended family member. Yeah. They were, you know, with my husband and I um, and Bruce and Jen, they were the ones that we would always go over to their house and have dinner and they have two kids. We didn't have any kids. And so it was always sort of that, that family connection. Right. Right. Okay. Um, so in what ways did you find your friendship with Bruce grow and develop? So interesting that we're talking about this. He was really the one that about how he would say to me, you're one of my good friends. And and because the primary friendship was through his wife, Jen, Mm -hmm. yes, I just hadn't really, I hadn't Mm -hmm. thought of our friendship in that way, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. when he would say that it was, Mm -hmm. it would be really touching. And I remember and here are my tears coming right now. I remember mm-hmm. I wasn't doing well in my life. And physically, I wasn't well. And 
he was hosting a, a birthday dinner for his wife and mm -hmm. uh, I, I was able to come and I mustered up energy and I remember it was exactly what I needed because uh, I was feeling really dark in my life mm. sitting next to him at the table and he said in such a sweet way he's like are you doing all right mm. he said you know I'm I'm I am I'm I'm gonna be good and he said good like he just was so caring just the way he asked me amongst this party where everyone's drinking and laughing and everything and I just could feel his care right uh, and then when he was diagnosed with his cancer mm -hmm. we had just a couple really touching moments where he revealed more of himself to me and um, I took him to chemotherapy one time and mm -hmm. I mean it was a, such a heavy time and, and we could still have some lightness but it was also really hard right yeah. right so it's it is it is unique isn't it that your your good female friends partner also became your close friend because in my experience often with our female friends we can become friends with their partners too but there's there's such an inclusivity to the female bond that often um keeps out the male or um you know, there's an intimacy between the women that sometimes excludes the men. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's sort of this this mental this mindset, this conceptual model. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I mean, it's sort of this unconscious kind of thing. But now that I look back, so when he said that you are a good friend. Did that, did, did you, did, did the meaning of that also relate to how you're a friend to Jen? Um, or was it more between you and him? Really good question. Um, hmm. Maybe a bit of both. My sense <laughs> was that he was saying it like for him, himself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I do remember when, I mean, I don't know how to say it. When he got the final, um, the final call, I guess, when he was in hospital and and none of the treatment was going to work, and and he knew he was going to die, um, mm -hmm. and he called me and he's like, mm -hmm. "Ali, you know, I I've just been given the news. I need you to come to the hospital. I need you to be here with Jennifer." Okay. Like he really, um, like Jennifer has other really good friends. Mm -hmm. Not all of them are here in Vancouver. And so he really leaned on me to be that for Jen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I felt like there was an honor in that. Like he called Jamie, my husband and I, and, you know, so we came right to the hospital and it was his family members and his other good friends. And Of course. Yeah. It's very intimate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when when he he named you as one of his friends, what what values existed as as a friend? Like, um, what did he value in your friendship? What did you show him to receive that status? Wow, I haven't looked at it like that before. Well, let me say something about Bruce. Like, Bruce was the connector. Mm -hmm. Like 
Bruce valued friendships. Mm-hmm. He was the person that we possibly t- I possibly took for granted and not, but really saw it like the truth of it after he died. Uh-huh. And we sort of joked that, isn't it ironic that the guy that brought everyone together all the time is still able to bring everyone together because mm. either dying or has died. Wow. Yeah. Like, he was the guy, he went to Brentwood Bay, um, I guess it's boarding school. And he would always keep those guys that he went to school mm. with, bring them together. <laughs> Any kind of gatherings we had at their place, all the guys would come together. And, and some of them would say like, wow, I haven't seen everyone for like however long. But it's because Bruce would rally them together mm. that everyone would come together. So he was such a big connector. And with him valuing friendship, I think that there was something he valued my humor because we could always have a really good joke. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had, and I, I could just be dirty with him too. And I could just yeah. get a reaction from him. Yeah. Um, even though Bruce, he, he came from a very well-mannered family. Like I loved just putting him on edge with something dirty. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, um, I think it was also like we could have a good time together. Jen uh-huh. and Bruce lived down in San Francisco and Jamie, my husband and I, we would go down there and visit. Um, we would see each other. One time we saw each other in London on a trip. We went to Hawaii together. It was fun times. when we uh-huh. were I think he just cherished having a good time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So really knew how to, um, it sounds like Bruce really knew how to enjoy life. He did. You know, there was the other part of him where he was very, he had anxiety and that certainly came out a lot as he was dying. Mm -hmm. As I'm sure it does for many, many people. Um, Mm -hmm. And he was a little wound up and controlling here and there Mm -hmm. when it came time for him to let loose he would let loose in the best way possible Mm. and not in a reckless way you know Mm -hmm. just a good time Mm -hmm. good time way yeah Mm -hmm. wow so how would you say um brucey or bruce (laughs) uh wanted to be loved by others Wow. Wow. Gosh. Thank you for asking these questions because I can really feel, I can really feel like his presence coming through in this. Okay. Okay. Um, can you repeat that? How, how did Bruce want to be loved by his friends? Yeah. I think staying in contact. Um, Also, too, I think there was something about health for Bruce. He cared about his friends that he had had for so long, so much. And I remember a couple friends had been smokers. Mm -hmm. And he, I think it was on a New Year's Eve or something 
some, you know, big celebratory time, he wrote letters to them. Like, oh, wow. I kind of like not pleading to them, but a- asking for them to consider their health and how much he loved them. And I remember, oh yeah, like he was that stand up guy that would just want to let people know, like, I love you. I want to be around you. Please take care of yourself. Wow. Does that answer that? I... It's beautiful. Yeah. Wow. That brings me to tears. Yeah. Hearing that, like, what an individual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a beautiful individual. He was so honorable, you know, like, after he died, uh, there were so many get togethers. Part mm. of it was like, I looked at my husband, I was like, I can't take another get together. <laughs> <laughs> this it felt overwhelming to me um and it was a testament to how honorable he was and is and um he had started up a soccer league um and started up this team in vancouver men's soccer and it was bombastic and uh, i think it was maybe a month or two after he died a couple teams got together and had a big game in honor of him and people came from the u.s up to vancouver just to have oh the my game gosh and celebrate uh it was his 50th birthday a couple months after he had died and a whole bunch of people got together there was a big celebration of life like there were all of these gatherings because yeah. this was so he was the guy that everyone really enjoyed and um I, I, he was so distinguished, you know, he was such a gentleman too. Such a meaningful member of the community. Like, yes. yes. Yeah. And um, so I can imagine that the gatherings were part, you know, like love, love fests, but also grief. Oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, loving connections um, to support one another in grief, which is the ideal if when when someone dies if their community rallies and rallies like that that's a great thing that's that's a that's a healthy community and i mean i don't know if you can go as far to say that it was a quote-unquote good death but that was someone who who did it well well, talking about rallying community, I've, I've not experienced this before. Mind you, I haven't had a close friend die either. When he, um, we thought that he was doing better with the cancer and then all of a sudden he had a stroke and half his body's paralyzed. He's in ICU and then he goes into palliative and um, he was experiencing a lot of anxiety and he was just having a hard time being alone. So... Mm-hmm. You know, a group of friends said, okay, let's create a schedule. Let's make sure he's never alone. (laughs) So it was like, you know, a group of friends rallied together and we were on shifts. We had the schedule. We'd be like, okay, who's doing what for this week? Right. um, Yeah, he still had that. And it was was such a, I feel like sometimes it was such a small gesture for how much he gathered people throughout all these years. Right. And that he was able to receive. Yeah. That's, that's huge. 
that was a hard one in my own experience um and maybe this this is connected to like the friendship piece and I, I questioned after he died, like, did I serve him well? And I remember, mm. like, when my granny died, or as she was dying, and I was sitting with her, holding her hand, and I remember she would just be looking at me uh, out of it, but look over and just say, oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. And then her lips would be really dry, so I'd put stuff on her lips. And and just sitting with her, I remember it felt just so pure. It was nothing mm-hmm. like I had experienced with Granny before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt so calm. I was the only one there with her. I felt so calm and relaxed. Mm-hmm. And yet my time with Bruce, I felt really uneasy. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it was, but part of me, maybe I felt like I didn't have permission mm-hmm. give myself permission to because I felt like that's that's for Jen right that's for his wife right um yeah so I, I really I felt like maybe I held back and um right I don't want to have any regrets in life but the older I get I'm like oh yeah that's a regret I I, I do have that as a regret where I didn't just hold his hand and didn't just like I sat there but I didn't sit there you know yeah so how was that was a big learning for me and it's something as you know as I go into this end of life work you know it was such a big lesson and I'm so grateful I have more awareness now mm-hmm 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 yeah yeah Thank you for sharing that, Allie. Yeah. 